Do you want to play Xbox games on your web browser? Microsoft may be working on making its xCloud game streaming service even more accessible. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to talk with us about xCloud is our gaming expert, Oscar Gonzalez. So what is the latest with xCloud? So right now, Microsoft is testing the uh, its streaming platform on web browsers. A uh, report came out that company employees are currently testing it. And this comes before the big public preview. Uh, the expectation for that is sometime in the spring where everybody else is going to be able to play it via the browser. And for our listeners who aren't hardcore gamers, what exactly is xCloud? xCloud is Microsoft's streaming service. It's it's like the Netflix for video games. You pay a monthly subscription, and games are available uh, uh, via the Xbox Game Pass. And that can be streamed to your Android device. It's essentially like having an Xbox in the cloud. Right, and what kind of games are we talking about? Are these the you know sort of current titles? Is it sort of a back catalog of older titles? Is it anything? Is it a, basically a free-for-all? It's a very wide range. It comes... So you have all the Microsoft-owned properties, which includes, of course, like Halo, uh, Bethesda games, like Fallout. So you have those games, uh, and also a lot of uh, newer games, uh, one of the brand new ones, Medium, that's available, and that's an Xbox Series uh, XS game that just came out, and you can you can play it on there. So you have those. You have the bigger titles. You have indie titles. You have uh, older games. So it's a wide range of what's available on the Xbox uh, Xbox Game Pass. Got it. And in terms of the devices, you know, there's the browser that we're talking about today. You mentioned Android. What about iPhones or iPads? Well, this is where the news of the web browser is the big news. Uh, this will allow xCloud to actually play on iPads and iPhones. Well, what happened was when Microsoft tried to get xCloud approved by Apple uh, for the App Store, uh, Apple said, well, since this includes 100 games, you need to submit every game to be reviewed. And, of course, that's a, that's a giant pain, especially since they switch out games every every month. There's new games that come in and new games that go out. So, instead, uh, uh, one of the other streaming providers, um, in the case uh, Amazon Luna, which we'll pr- talk about in a bit, uh, they're doing their service via web browser, and that sort of you know sparked the idea with Microsoft so Microsoft began working on that so yes this will allow people with iPhones and iPads to play to stream games uh, via xCloud and of course people in general that uh, have a laptop have a uh, Chromebook have uh, well have any sort of Windows device will be able to stream Xbox games to it as long as they have a subscription. Got it. And so give, give me a brief state of the game streaming world. You mentioned Amazon Luna. There's obviously Google Stadia. What's What's been going on with the various cloud gaming services out there? So uh, let's start with, uh, I mean, one of the big ones, Stadia. Uh, Stadia is going through a bit of a, you know, a bit of a tough time. At the beginning of the month, Google said that they are shutting down their in-house developers. So right now, Google is not making any games for Stadia. 
They did say, though, last week that they are going to have 100 more games come out for Stadia in 2021. In general, though, it still hasn't caught on. Uh, so there's not a lot of excitement for it as much as it was when Google first announced it. Uh, people have tried it, and it's just not capturing every everyone. Uh, then, like I mentioned, Amazon Luna. That's right now in the early access phase. Uh, people can sign up for it, and they maybe pick to try it out. If xCloud, XCloud is the Netflix for video games... Amazon Luna is appropriately the Amazon Prime Video of video games in that there is, the, for the monthly subscription, I believe $7, you will get access to a certain number of games. Then, if you want, you could pay a couple bucks more and you'll get to another, you'll get, you'll get access to another catalog like Ubisoft's games. So that's how they're going to do it where everybody's going to be able to sort of uh, pick and choose what they want, but there's sort of a baseline of games that are going to be available for the monthly fee. Uh, GeForce Now, that is for PC gamers that want to take their PC games and play it on a uh, their their phone, tablet, or laptop, or laptop if they don't have a gaming laptop. Uh, that had a stumble real stumble last year when it launched because the uh, NVIDIA put out all these games available for streaming, but they didn't tell the publishers. So the, all these publishers kept uh, just pull their games from an, the GeForce Now. Uh, so it took a while for them to sort of sort everything out, but now the service is going smoothly. Uh, it's actually free, but you only get to play an hour for free. But uh, if you pay if you pay more, you'll get uh, better access, better uh, better fidelity, as well as uh, well unlimited time. So that's also available uh, with cloud gaming. What about Sony and Nintendo? Some of the other two big players in in the gaming world. Well, Sony was the first one to do cloud gaming with their PlayStation Now. Uh, that launched back with the PlayStation Four. I mean, well, not early on in the PlayStation Four lifetime. And Sony just has not put any effort into it. Uh, they release a few games for it. For it, uh, they'll they keep it they keep it moving. But there's maybe a million or two subscribers, which is hardly anything in comparison to XCloud. Uh, it's just not not their priority at all. Uh, I don't know if it will be if they'll ch if Sony will change their mind in the future, but as of right now, PlayStation Now is, is just there. It's sort of an afterthought. As for Nintendo, they don't have a Netflix type service yet. Uh, they maybe that's in the planning. They do have a cloud streaming though, uh, for a different reason. So games like Control, that is a very intense graphic game it is just very beautiful looking and what Nite what nintendo has done is they've they've reached out to a uh, they partner up with a few publishers and developers and they are allowing these games to stream to the switch so you still get all this great fidelity like you would on an xbox or a playstation uh, but you have it on your switch and, and that prevents the developers from having to create a very 
uh, very cut down, low graphics, low fidelity version of the game that we've seen with some other titles like Doom Eternal and, and Borderlands where they just have to cut out so much where it doesn't look as great and it's not as memorable. So that's available, but again, that is for a very different reason uh, than, say, xCloud Stadia and so on. Got it. And you know, we just went through or we're still going through the launch of new hardware, right, with the Xbox Series X, the PS5. Uh, talk a little bit about where streaming fits into the future of gaming. Well, in the case of Microsoft especially, they want you to be connected all the time. They want you to, when you're at home, they want you on your Xbox. They want, it, they want you to play games or they want you to look at Netflix or whatever. When you're on the go, they want you to be on the apps so you can play games while you're away. Uh, and when you're, you know, if you're at work, they want you to pull up your browser so you can play while you're not working. Uh, but uh, so, so that's what Microsoft wants. They want you connected all the time. And they have like the they have the best option for that. Uh, in case of everybody else, they're trying to find they're trying to get a piece of this because they know that there's a lot of people that want to play games that maybe do not want to spend four or five hundred dollars on the latest new hardware. So they're trying to find a way to get in there, um, and it, it's uh, they're they're all taking their stabs at it, offering their takes on what the cloud streaming service is going to be. So are we ever going to get to a point where we can drop the the hardware and the console entirely? Like you said, there are folks out there who may not want to drop $500 on a new system. Will we get to a point where that's just completely needless or completely out of the equation? Everybody's expecting this generation to kind of be the uh, the real key one to determine whether we go with or without consoles. Uh, it's, I still think we're going to need hardware in the future, especially the way hardware is being developed with NVIDIA, uh, and AMD, they are still producing this great hardware that, that is really going to, that's going to produce these even more beautiful games. Uh, but it, the option is very likely going to be there. You, you know, the, uh, it comes down to who's going to have the easiest access to stream to uh, your TV. I mean, the TVs are getting having more hardware. They're getting smarter. Uh, but the only way to play on your TV right now without a console is via like a Chromecast. But if the if Roku and the Amazon smart TVs, if those devices integrate completely with xCloud and Luna and Stadia, um, well, I mean, Chromecast already works Stadia, but if all these other smart TV devices, if they all start working together with these cloud streaming platforms, where it is seamless, where you turn on your TV and you just switch to the, the xCloud uh, channel app and it starts going with all, your, with all the Xbox games, then, hey, that may be it. Uh, but we'll, we'll have to see in the coming years how this generation pans out, and we'll see what the, the uh, all the companies do. Yeah, and your general impression, I mean, I know you tried Stadia, you tried some of these services. How have they performed for you, and how do they? How does it compare to actually playing a game on a console? Uh, out of all of them, I, I've tried them all except for, for Luna. I haven't been uh, in the program yet. But out of all of them, 
Stadia is the one that performs the best. It is very seamless. Hmm. You have to really you you would have to have a very sh- shoddy internet uh, to not have a great uh, great performance on it. Uh, it's I mean it it easily the best one of the bunch, but it as a value. It's definitely one of the worst because you still have to buy these full games for sixty dollars. Uh, so th- there, the value is not there. That's where overall, with uh, e- even though it's not as uh, great streaming as uh, Stadia, but this the service with all these games that are available to play at Cloud is just so far ahead of everybody else that it, it's really the best one right now. Uh, it's it, They just need to keep keep up with the uh, performance uh, improvements so that everybody can can play it without much of an issue. Uh, that's still off in the future, though. Great. I mean, there's obviously a lot to process. We'll see where this all goes. Thank you, Oscar, for your time. You can check out his, our gaming coverage or his gaming coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.